You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And as always, a big shout-out to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, and everybody watching live on the YouTube stream of the Fantasy Sports Network. And also, listen, if you can't listen live, that is okay. You could always download it on wherever you get your podcasts and on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, but if you are listening live, then you can join me this hour if you want. The number to call is 844-843-6879. It sounds like we already got some callers lined up, and I am ready to talk some football. We are now in week one of the football season. Everybody is ready. Drafts have been completed. I did my biggest home league draft yesterday on Labor Day, a little barbecue, a little drafting. Joe Mixon fell to me. I was very excited excited about that. But we will take your questions at 844-843-6879. We will take your questions on the YouTube comments, okay? We'll try and get some of those as well. Here's what we're going to do, okay? Now, listen, there are games two days from now, so we are going to start going game by game. I'm going to give you my early preview of every game, things to look for, okay? And it's going to evolve over the football season, but it's week one. It's week one, so we don't know like which defense is ranked fourth best against the run just yet. But I'm going to give you in each game what I would be looking for. If I find some good DFS plays, I'll let you know about that. If I'm fading the public on certain plays, I'll let you know about that. We'll cover the games today and tomorrow. Then later on in the week, we'll do a little bit more. I'll give you my definitive picks. I'll give you my DFS lineup. And as always... We will take your calls as well. At the end of the show, we'll still try to put the fun in functional sports radio. I got a couple of things to talk to you about, about why karma might be coming back to bite the New England Patriots. We shall see. We also got a poll question up right now because this is important. This is serious stuff, okay? We've seen all the stuff around um, Hurricane Harvey, what J.J. Watt has done in response. Well, I don't know if you've checked your weather report, but Hurricane Irma is now bearing down on Florida and is set to hit Southern Florida on Sunday. Okay, the Miami Dolphins are set to open at home against the Tampa Bay Bucks, and they have already decided in a proactive measure that that game will not be played in Miami. So we got a poll question up. What should they do? Your options are, should they just play it in Florida regardless, rain or shine? I don't think that's the case. I think they need to be proactive and move this. The other option, should they move it to another stadium, another site, or should they move it to another week? Both the Buccaneers and the Dolphins have week 11 as their bye. They can do it then, but then both of these teams are playing 16 games in a row without a break starting on week two. Do you really want your bye to be week one? We'll get into that. We'll get into week one game by game and your calls at 844-843-6879. When we come back, some news and notes from around the NFL, and then we dive in because everybody is ready to start talking week one of the football season. I know I am. Speed's the spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go. Quarterback to receiver hookups. 
running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Welcome back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Tuesday. And I don't know about you, but I am excited because it is week one. We don't really got to talk about ADP anymore. Preseason opportunities going against vanilla defenses, going against backups. It counts starting in about 50 hours when the New England Patriots unfortunately hang a banner at Gillette and take on the Kansas City Chiefs. I got to give you some news and notes from around the NFL from over the weekend. And then we've got callers lined up. And my man Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter, is going to take good care of you right there at 844-843-6879. I'll be here to hold you down this hour and try to help you win your leagues and win that cast. First of all, remember we talked about how Willie Sneed has a three-game suspension? Well, beat reporters down in New Orleans are saying that it may actually be second-year tight end with the team Kobe Fleener, whose role expands with that suspension. Remember, he was there last year. A lot of people were high on him because Drew Brees and his tight end have always done well, and it didn't work out so much. My man Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, always says, I will buy last year's trash, and now with this Sneed suspension, maybe even another a little boost for Kobe Fleener. He could be in the back end of this tight end one or streaming conversation. Keep an eye out on that. The Washington football team have extended their pass catching back Chris Thompson for two years, six and a half million guaranteed. I know a lot of you guys have been asking me about PPR backs. Chris Thompson is one of the best in the NFL. That is a volume throwing offense in Washington with Kirk Cousins and they go to Thompson a lot. If you are in PPR formats, keep an eye on Chris Thompson. The Giants have updated the health of their wide receivers. Brandon Marshall says he is ready. He's coming off that shoulder injury that he uh, had, I think it was week two of the preseason, against the Cleveland Browns. They're saying he should be ready for week one against the Dallas Cowboys. Odell Beckham, however, his status still up in the air. If you drafted Odell Beckham in the first round, you know you want to run him out there week one. Keep an eye out on him. Also, Jeremy Curley, former Jet, is now back with the New York Jets. He was cut by the 49ers over the weekend, came to visit, and has, in fact, signed a one-year deal. So for all you people that were also high on Robbie Anderson early on, right? Now, they brought in Jermaine Curse. They brought in... Jeremy Curley. So who knows who is going to be the leading pass catcher for the New York Jets. I also submit it might be Austin Safarian Jenkins, their tight end when he comes back in week three. And it could be my man, the running back out of the backfield. Boom, boom, Bilal, pow, pow. And also, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Bucks and Dolphins, they are not going to play in Miami, at least in week one, because Hurricane Irma set to make landfall in South FLA on Sunday. Keep an eye out on that. Do they move the game to week 11? Do they move 
move it to another site. Keep an eye out on that. You may need to get your Dolphins and Buccaneers out of your lineups as early as possible if this game gets postponed. But right here on Fantasy Freestyle, we will keep you up to date all week long because it is week one. So I know you guys got some questions. And uh, Chris Bavona, Dane Martinez, we're going to take care of you. Hey, uh... Chris, we got a call already. It sounds like Mike in Connecticut wants to drop stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. He's in a 12-team PPR league. Mike in Connecticut, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds the Spitting Statistician. What's up, Mike? What's your question? All right. Hi. Shout out to y'all, man. Excellent show. I love y'all guys. Love, love watching y'all every morning. So Thank big you. shout out to y'all on that one. Absolutely. Oh, What's up, man? All right. Uh, well, 12-man PPR. I got Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Devontae Parker, Terrell Pryor, uh, Michael Thomas, and Keenan Allen. My problem is I have Tyler Eifert, 12-man PPR. You know, Eifert's really not a, a, a catch-type dude. I don't really go to him a lot. He's touchdown dependent. Mm-hmm. Do I really trade him out and try to get something else, or do I hit the waiver wire every week and try to go back and forth? Okay, uh, thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, Mike. And you mentioned how Eifert, you know, in this PPR setting, how he has been touchdown dependent before. Yeah, that one season with like 12 or 13 touchdowns and then, you know, been an injury risk. The, you know, you ran through your wideouts for me and it sounded to me like you had depth and strength at wideout. Like Devontae Parker was like the fourth wideout you named. If I were you, first of all, I got to tell you, Mike, I'm a big proponent of after you draft your team, you know, people want to fidget. People want to play with their team. We had this on Lineup Lock Live on Sunday, and uh, both Maria Marino and Corey Parson were like, let your team settle a little, little bit. It's like you just want to make trades. Let's see what Eifert does. Listen, you probably drafted him as like, what, tight end eight or something like that. You thought he was going to do something. Don't make moves just to make moves, okay? That's my first piece of advice. However, if you do feel like you want to, there's no way that streaming tight end is going to be better than Tyler Eifert. So if you want to improve there, I would take Tyler Eifert, I would take your wide out like four or five, and I would look to package them and see if you can jump up into the tight end elite tier but I gotta tell you something honestly let it settle man we haven't even had week one maybe Eifert goes right back especially with John Ross missing a couple of weeks maybe Eifert goes right back to being that elite tight end one my true response to you man let it settle for a little bit it's like a fine wine it needs to breathe a little bit um Chris it sounds like we got another caller from New Jersey Leland in New Jersey wants to ask about two specific running backs that are on the mind of a lot of people hey Leland you're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle with speeds the spitting statistician what's up man I uh, I uh, play Kareem Hunt or Carlos Hyde standard league and I also own Gurley so I'm thinking maybe I should trade Hyde or Hunt later on in the year Sure. Um, here's the thing. I wouldn't trade them. Maybe later in the year, right? But you need you need that many running backs, man. You need that many running backs. Football is a game of attrition. Some of the running backs are going to get hurt. I also think it's an opportunity for you to look at these bye weeks, right? Todd Gurley's bye is week 8. Kareem Hunt's bye is week 10. And Carlos Hyde's bye is week 11. So that means you are never going to be in a situation where you have to worry about who your RB2 is. So I kind of like that, okay? 
say I like Todd Gurley, especially week one, going up against the Indianapolis Colts and that defense, which continues to be piss poor. I think the Rams are going to be up in the second half of that game because Scott Tolzien is not going to be able to lead the Colts to much offense. I think you're going to get a heavy dose of Todd Gurley in the second half of that game. So I like Gurley in week one. You mentioned Carlos Hyde and Kareem Hunt. Of the two of them, right now, Kareem Hunt is going as RB17, 38th overall. Carlos Hyde, a few spots later, 43rd overall as RB20. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know I am down on Carlos Hyde. I think that uh, I don't know that he's a scheme fit. I know that he's an injury risk. And Kyle Shanahan seems to really love some of these other guys, whether it was Joe Williams before, Matt Breida now seems to be coming on. It looks like they're looking for reasons to supplant Carlos Hyde. So if you're going to trade one of those two, or if you're going to look to make the the totem pole of it all, I personally have Carlos Hyde on the bottom of that totem pole. I love me some Kareem Hunt. I think Andy Reid likes to run his offense through his running backs. You know Spencer Ware is gone. I don't think Sharkandrick West or C.J. Spiller is a threat. Remember, that offense likes to be conservative with Alex Smith under center. They like to run the ball. I think Kareem Hunt also has potential out of the backfield. I love it if you rode with Todd Gurley and Kareem Hunt on a week-to-week basis, but you had Hyde as your RB3. I think that is strong. I would not look to tinker with that. All right. Let's see. It looks like we are. Oh, we do have more calls. We got. Um. It looks like we got a call. Um. A question from YouTube as well. And thanks to everybody that are watching on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream. So many ways you can get at Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. We got a YouTube question out there. They're asking me about Amir Abdullah, Jacquez Rogers, my man. Quiz, Jock Quiz, or Tevin Coleman. Okay, and here's the thing, and I'm, I'm reading the question, so I don't know if it's like season long or just for week one in a DFS kind of setting, but let me give you my take on how I would rank these three guys. Okay, we're talking Amir Abdullah, Jock Quiz Rogers, or Tevin Coleman. I think Tevin Coleman is a stud. People don't think about Tevin Coleman because they know that Devontae Freeman is like the RB1 there, but this Falcons offense is dynamic enough to support both of these backs. Tevin Coleman stood by himself as like running back 26, I believe, last year. He's a guy out of the backfield who gets a lot of catches. I love me some Tevin Coleman, okay? I also love in the short term, my man Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz Rogers. I think he is very viable, especially in the first three weeks. I do, however, think Ultimately, Doug Martin is going to take this job back, and then the value of Jacquez falls dramatically. What you got to hope on YouTube there, you got to hope that you have Jacquez and he pops off in weeks one and two, and then you may want to try to flip him and see if you can get something back as Doug Martin returns. When it comes to Amir Abdullah, the thing is, can the kids stay healthy? You know, can the kids stay healthy? You know, you got Theo Riddick there as well. Generally speaking, Tevin Coleman is the is out of these three. Assuredly on the top. And when it comes to Abdullah or Pop with his Jacquez Rogers, to me, if it's early in the season, I love what Jacquez is going to do. But in season long, I care about my lineup later in the season. And by later in the season, I think Doug Martin will be the starting running back of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With Abdullah, if he can stay healthy, sure, that's great. But I don't trust him to stay healthy. Abdullah going right now as running back 24. Tevin Coleman as running back 26. I would take Tevin. Kevin Coleman over Abdullah. I think that offense is more dynamic. You never know what's happening with these Detroit running backs. When we come back, we're going to
going to try to get into my look at all of these games at week one. We're going to get through as many as we possibly can, but we will definitely still take your questions at 844-843-6879. Dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Come on right back. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's go. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. little naughty by nature bringing you back dropping stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network i just got a message over the break also our fish is staying alive hey chris how about this one how about we name him amani tuna how about that one i think that one's a good one big shout out to my man glorious joe gave me that idea over the weekend we have another addition to the fish tank as well todd Gurley is chilling as well so if you had the under on a week and a half you lost because our fish is still hanging in there all right what i want to do though is i want to get into some of my projections some of my reviews here some of my previews for games in week one i know a lot of the phone people are on the phone lines at 844-843-6879 we are going to get to you this hour as well but we start Start off with Thursday night football, the kickoff special. The Kansas City Chiefs travel to New England to take on the Patriots. The Pats are minus eight and a half point favorites. Over under total for this game is 48 and a half as the Patriots hang their banner and get their rings in Gillette. Let me tell you what I'm looking for on each side of the ball here real quick. On the Kansas City side. We know about the Spencer Ware injury. We know about Kareem Hunt, how he is now the darling. I think I just said before he's going up to like RB16 or 17 in leagues. Here's what I want to look for. I want to look for the impact of Tyreek Hill in the run game. As you know, if you had Tyreek Hill last year, he was on end arounds. He was on wildcat stuff. They were looking at him. They were looking to find ways to get him the ball. And I actually think that opens up now with no Spencer Ware in the backfield. I think there's, they're liable to do more wildcat, more jet sweeps, more things like that to try to get the ball in the hand of playmaker Tyreek Hill. You know Travis Kelsey is going to be a top tight end. You know Alex Smith is a dink and dunk vi- non-viable option. I think Tyreek Hill is where I look. I think you may see him in the run game a little bit more than anticipated. I think this is a sneaky boom for Tyreek Hill. I also want to see, listen, is Kareem Hunt truly a bell cow? Or are they going to piece it together? You know, they mentioned that they're going to employ a little bit of a committee that Sharkandrick West is ready, that CJ Spiller is ready. I'd pump the brakes on all this Kareem Hunt love. I would also look to see if Tyreek Hill winds up with a little bit of an opportunity in the run game. On the New England side of things, we just talked about it. On the DFS lineup lock show, getting Tony Sincata holding you down right here from 6 to 7 p.m. on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And Tony said that he's fading Tom Brady in week one, at least in DFS. And I agree with him. Here's why. Listen, he just lost his security blanket in Julian Edelman. And whether it's going to be Malcolm Mitchell or Danny Amendola, whose mom makes the best meatballs, eh? Or if it's a guy like James White, Deion Lewis, we don't know yet. And I don't think they know either. I would take the chance 
defense to let it solidify. And also, listen, this Kansas City Chiefs defense has had the Patriots number. Marcus Peters on the outside, Tom Bahali coming off the edge, and Eric Berry back there as well, who can do something against Gronk. I don't think this is the week to bet on Tom Brady as like your DFS guy. I do ultimately think though that the Patriots will show up and show out on their way to if they're going to make a run at 16 and 0, they need to be 1 and 0. So We'll see what happens. I will give you my official pick against the spread, as I will do for every game this season. And, yo, if I only go 55%, that's making you cash, okay? It sounds like a low bar, but it is not easy to do against the spread. I'll be giving out my official picks on Friday. The point spread, though, is 8.5. Will the Pats put up enough to cover that spread? As we go to the Sunday games... The Sunday games, the first game I'm going to give you is the Pittsburgh Steelers going to Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns are home underdogs of nine and a half points. Let me tell you something. This could be Pittsburgh's year. Okay, Big Ben is talking about retirement. Like This could be his last ride, a la Ray Lewis. Le'Veon Bell is in shape, did not get hurt, is raring to go for a full load, they say, in week one. Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant. I think the stars are going to align this year if Big Ben can stay healthy. However, the Cleveland Browns are going to be a tough out week in and week out this year. In this kind of division game with that number in week one, I, when you hear me give my official picks on Friday, you may think I'm going to fade the public here, the Cleveland Browns, plus nine. What I also want to see on Pittsburgh, watch Vance McDonald the new acquisition that they got from the 49ers. Is he going to be that tight end? They have struggled to replace Heath Miller for years. And, you know, they tried Ladarius Green, Xavier Grimble, Jesse James last year. They went and acquired Vance McDonald. I want to see how he fits in to the offense as well. There are a lot of mouths to feed there in Pittsburgh. I want to see if McDonald has any piece of the pie. On the Cleveland side, listen, how does Deshaun Kaiser look? That's the big question, right? That is the big question. I think Corey Coleman, as a deep ball target, is intriguing to me, especially in things like best ball formats. I think he could do something. I think he can do some things. But ultimately, I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be a little bit more conservative. I think they're going to try and run the ball a little bit more behind what is a good offensive line. You know what that means? I love Isaiah Crowell. I think Isaiah Crowell could finish as a top 10 back, a legit RB1. Right now, people have Isaiah Crowell going much later than that. I'm looking right now, Isaiah Crowell is listed as RB15 in uh, average draft position, 33 overall. I think Isaiah Crowell, with this news of Deshaun uh, Kaiser as the quarterback, I think they're going to be a little bit more conservative and look to ride Crowell a bit behind that offensive line. And I think that starts week one. I like Isaiah Crowell a lot. I'm telling you, though, the Browns are going to be much tougher to deal with. And it's not like the Steelers blew them out last year either, okay? So when I give my picks on Friday, I'm telling you right now, I'm leaning towards the home dog and the Cleveland Browns. The next game I want to get into is this game, the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Miami Dolphins. They've already talked about how they're going to likely move this game out of Miami. They're not going to play it as scheduled in Miami with Hurricane Irma bearing down. I think this is interesting. This is going to wind up maybe being in a game played in a stadium with local fans, okay, if they, if they have to go to Atlanta or if they have to go to Orlando or if they have to go to Jacksonville or Charlotte or another stadium. When you think home opener, you think about your rabid home field crowd, right? Road teams very rarely go in and win week one. 
But you're not going to have that home field advantage if you're playing in like an empty dome in Atlanta. And then it kind of reverts back to just the talent. And I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as profiled on hard knocks this year, are a more talented team than the Miami Dolphins. I think Jay Cutler and Devontae Parker will connect on a bomb down the field, but I don't think this is going to be a great day for the Dolphins, especially without their home crowd. They may lose a home game here. I think it's very interesting. I like Tampa Bay. This was going to be a battle of Florida anyway. I like Tampa Bay in this game. That Tampa Bay defense, that defensive line with Gerald McCoy, they got pressure all throughout the preseason. I think they continue to get pressure against an evolving, still somewhat makeshift offensive line in Miami. I think when you put pressure on Jay Cutler, mistakes happen, and I think that will happen. So I'm fading Jay Cutler. I'm fading uh, Jarvis Landry. I'm fading even Jay Ajayi. The only Dolphin I like is Devontae Parker because I do think he could pop off a little bit on the Tampa side. It's about Pop Quiz, Jacquez Rogers. Okay, we know Doug Martin is out. We want to see what can Jacquez Rogers do. I think he will handle the workload well, especially because I think they're going to try and use him up, chew him up, and spit him out because they know Doug Martin will be coming back in week four. I think you can see a big game out of Jacquez Rogers. I told the caller before, I like Jacquez Rogers in the first couple of weeks of the season. I think that gets started in week one against Miami if this game is in fact played. Same thing with Jameis Winston, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans. I think they are all ascending, and I think we see it beginning in week one. The one guy I would fade in week one for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is rookie tight end O.J. Howard. Talked about it with my man Corey Parson on Sunday on the Lineup Block Live show. And uh, tight end is a hard position to learn right out of the gate. you got to know the blocking schemes. you got to know the entire route combination. And there is a much more familiar tight end in Tampa already in Cameron Brait. I think that Jameis Winston will look there at the tight end position at least early on. O.J. Howard may be better as the season goes along, but I would not run him out there with confidence in week one. I want to get to another game before we hit the break here on the Fantasy Freestyle and the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And it's the Arizona Cardinals going to Detroit to take on my man Jim Bob Cooter, Matthew Stafford, and the Detroit Lions. The Lions are home underdogs. I don't get that. I like this Detroit team better than Arizona. You were going to hear me all season long say that I am down on the Arizona Cardinals. I do not think Carson Palmer reclaims any past glory. I think he is an injury risk, and I think that he is not, you know, he is not the quarterback he once was. He had that span in 2015 where they got to the NFC title game. That was it. That was peak elite Carson Palmer. I don't think it returns. Obviously, you love David Johnson. I think you like Fitzgerald in the slot getting catching balls in PPR leagues, but I do not like this Cardinals offense. Remember, John Brown still struggling with the sickle cell to recover. Jerron Brown may be an interesting option in DFS or if he's still alive. Jerron Brown looks like he will be the number two wideout for this offense, but still behind not only Larry Fitzgerald, but remember, behind David Johnson as well, the running back, in terms of the pecking order for targets. When it comes to Detroit, the caller asked, what's up with Amir Abdullah? Is it Amir Abdullah's time? Eh, I don't think so. I think the beauty of this Jim Bob Cooter offense is that they spread it around. Remember, Matthew Stafford is a much better quarterback now, ironically, because he does not have Megatron Calvin Johnson at his disposal. So he has to go where the matchups dictate. And that might not be Amir Abdullah. Okay, One thing, though, I do want you to look at. 
happens. What about this kid, Kenny Galladay? Kenny Galladay had a great week one, down in week two of preseason. Well, now that the lights are on and it is for real, keep an eye out to see if Kenny Galladay is worth it. He might be a very hot waiver wire ad coming into week two. Let's see what Kenny Galladay can do in real life. Like I said, we got a poll question up right now on the Fantasy Freestyle. What should they do with this game in Florida? Because of Hurricane Irma, 72% of you say move the game to another city. Only 21% say move it to that Week 11 bye. I also think they need to go to another city. And we got some ideas. Paul at Paul6676 says Camping World Stadium in Orlando on a Friday night. Fred on Twitter says make it a Thursday night game later in the year. Clayton Trahan says it sucks for Miami to lose a home game, but the safety is most important. One guy, Bird Gang fam at Coke Driver 82 says I can give up my jacuzzi. He's a Offering the host, maybe that's the best idea. You can still make your voices heard. When we come back, we'll get back to your calls and some more previews of week one. Speeds the spitting statistician, dropping stats over beats. Fantasy freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ooh, ooh. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. All right, welcome back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. I got my boy, Chris Bavona, the bounty hunter on the ones and twos. He's making it so hot that we sweat steam. Getting you ready for week one. I've been going game by game, what you need to look for. Let me tell you something. When we get into the middle of the football season, we're going to be dropping a little bit more stats over the beats, right? But I like to issue some of the preseason numbers. I like to, at this point, issue some of the numbers of last season. These are new teams. We don't know who's going to be third in the league in, against pass defense. We don't know who's going to be the worst run defense in the league right now. I got some ideas. It could be the San Francisco 49ers again. But at this point, what I want to do is tell you what I'm looking for, tell you what you need to pay attention to, tell you what trends may emerge early on in the season so you could be ahead of the curve and win your leagues and win that cash. It also sounds like, Chris, like we got a couple of callers lined up. Our first caller looks to be Josh in Cali. He's got a question about running backs, but specifically in PPR formats, and that is a big issue, okay? In PPR formats, there are certain backs that I think are much more valuable that you can get later in your league. We talked about it a little bit last week on the Fantasy Freestyle. Josh out there in Cali, what's your question? You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. Alright, so um, so pretty much um, in, in the draft, I was a 10th pick, so I went back-to-back on the snake draft. Mm-hmm. So pretty much um, I have Jordan Howard as my number one. I have Isaiah Crowell as my number two. And then on my third, third, uh, well, my flex, it's uh, Jaquees Rogers. Okay. Now, on my bench, I have Marlon Mack. I have Kareem Hunt. And I don't know 
whether to get rid of uh, Jaquees or not. I think I'm going to keep him until maybe Martin comes, but I don't know what to really do. Should I keep Marlon Mack and, and wait for Frank Gore to fall? Because I know every year he doesn't, so I don't know. Right, but, right, right. You know, I also have Kareem. Listen, and, you know. first of all, first of all, and thanks for the call, man. Uh, you got a diamond in the rough in Kareem Hunt, right? So that gives you the opportunity. I think that gives you the opportunity to be a little bit more patient with both of the other guys you're talking about, okay? You mentioned how you have Jer- uh, Jordan Howard. You mentioned how you have Isaiah Crowell. I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth. I actually think Crowell will outproduce Howard this year. I think Crowell will wind up being your leading point getter from the running back position. I'm high on Crowell. I'm a little bit down on Jordan Howard, but he's definitely one of the backs you should start. In your flex position here, you need to start Kareem Hunt, especially early in the season. It sounds like he is going to be a workhorse for Kansas City. Andy Reid likes to you know, focus on the run game and have his offenses run through the run game. So you are very lucky, in fact, to get Kareem Hunt. I don't know when you had your draft. Maybe you had it before the Spencer Ware injury, and that's why you were able to get him. But let me tell you this. Now that you have Howard, Crowell, and Kareem Hunt, I would sit tight with these other guys. I would sit tight with Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz, Rogers. I think he's going to be in good form. And even when Doug Martin does come back, maybe Jock Quiz keeps part of that uh opportunity, right? And I think Jacquez is a definitely viable running back for regardless of what happens. Remember, Doug Martin has also been injury riddled in the past, so I would keep Jacquez Rogers. Now, as it comes to Marlon Mack, uh, Marlon back is in essence a flyer for you. You're, you're thinking like, will this be the end of Frank Gore? And the thing is, you said it yourself. You were waiting for him to fall and he never does, right? He is the picture of consistency. And so I think Marlon Mack is going to be the low man on your totem pole, unless it's a dynasty league. And in that case, you need to keep an Indianapolis Colts running back because, you know, Frank Gore won't be there forever. But if this is a redraft league, I think Marlon Mack is the guy you can, uh, pretty much cut ties with because you lucked out and have Kareem Hunt as an RB3 and Pop Quiz, Jock Quiz, Rogers would be a great RB4. So I think Marlon Mack, you can cut bait from him. Unless, of course, it is a dynasty league. But thank you for the call. That was uh, Josh out there in Cali. Sounds like we got another question going on. This one from Mad Dog in our nation's capital. Wants to ask about Patriots wide receivers in the wake of the... In the wake of the Julian Edelman injury, but it sounds like Mad Dog has dropped. I'm sorry. We couldn't get to everybody, but we got other callers. We got other callers. Uh, Chris, do we still have Nick in Ontario? He wants to ask about Eric Ebron on the Detroit Lions with my man Jim Bob Cooter calling the shots. Hey, Nick in, um, Nick in Ontario, you are dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's your question? Hey, how's it going, man? I appreciate the show. Anytime, anytime. Right, What's so up? I drafted Eric Ebron. Um, I'm on the waiver wire right now. It seems like Jack Doyle is available. Um, just who do you prefer? Between Jack Doyle or Eric Ebron, I definitely prefer Eric Ebron. Definitely prefer Eric Ebron. Hold on to Eric Ebron, Nick, and thanks for the call. Here's why. First of all, Jack Doyle. Remember, Jack Doyle on the Indianapolis Colts, he has Andrew Luck. As his quarterback, everyone thought Jack Doyle was going to be a hot, you know, there was a lot of hype around him, but that was when Andrew Luck was the quarterback. That is no longer the case, and now you got Scott Polzine on the center. I don't think that production is good at all. I like Eric Ebron as a ascending sleeper tight end this year. He's going, I believe, as tight end 12. I think he will finish inside the top eight of tight end. That offense, they throw the ball a lot. And as you know, if you're up there in Ontario, maybe you see some Lions games. Remember, last year they had Anquan Bolden. 
Anquan Bolden is now gone, okay? So that kind of like third down, move the chains, that kind of gritted out in the red zone. Those targets, that opportunity, in my opinion, goes to Eric Ebron. They're not looking to Golden Tate or Marvin Jones for that role. It is Eric Ebron. I think Eric Ebron will continue to ascend and post career highs in targets, catches, yards, and touchdowns. That combined with the fact that Jack Doyle is going to be missing his stud quarterback, Andrew Luck, for we don't know how long. Keep Eric Ebron and be happy that you did. Hey, yo, uh, Chris, it sounds like we got John with another call. He is in New Jersey, and it sounds like he has a question of who to start in, uh, you know, at the running back spot right here in week one. So uh, let's put him on the fantasy freestyle. Hey, uh, John in New Jersey, you're dropping stats over beats with the spitting statistician. What's up? Hey, how are you? Big Jets fan here. Like, All right. uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I am also a Jets fan. I'm just hoping we hear with the first pick of yeah, the 2018 no, draft, you know? All right, but what's your running back question, man? All right, I got two running back spots. It's a, uh, it's a three-wide receiver league, so I went zero RB. Okay. So I didn't draft my first uh, running back until the sixth round. I got Gore, Powell, Tevin Coleman, uh, Jamal Charles and Robert Kelly. I need to start two this weekend. Okay, fair enough. And I may have you uh, go through them again with me, you know. Uh, but to me, the no-brainer is Bilal Powell. Okay, Bilal Powell, I am definitely starting week one against the Bills because, as you know, as a Jets fan, who else is going to do anything? You know, there's no production out there. They're bringing in wide receivers. The former Jet, Jeremy Curley, re-signed today on a one-year deal. I think Bilal Powell is going to get, like, you know, 60% of the entire Jets offense. You know, so I really like Bilal Powell. He's locked and loaded for me as one of them. Unfortunately, the guy I'm casting aside right now and not starting in that list is Frank Gore because, remember, as I just told the last call without Andrew Luck if you're the defense facing the Colts what are you going to do you're going to try and stop the run game and force Scott Tolzien to beat you through the air I don't think that's going to happen I think that's the way Wade Phillips and the Rams are going to try to scheme it I think they're going to try and focus their attention on Frank Gore to shut him down and force the Colts to beat them through the air I don't think that is going to happen and that's why I think Frank Gore gets shut down a little bit hey John you mentioned Tevin Coleman and two other backs if you're still there who are are the other ones because we got to pick now one for three spots Tevin Coleman and who else Tevin Coleman Rob Kelly and uh, Jamal Charles he was my last pick sure 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 so I'm going Tevin Coleman there I'm going Bilal Powell and Tevin Coleman Jamal Charles I do not necessarily trust Um, you know Willie I think CJ Anderson is in line to get the lion's share of work out there in Denver and the last guy you said was fat Rob Kelly like whoa here's the thing the um, here's the thing with Washington man the Washington football team throws the ball a lot. Rob Kelly is like that early down back who's going to try and go in between the tackles. But the way this game is going to go back and forth, I think it's going to be Chris Thompson that's on the field a lot for Washington because Cousins is going to want to be in that kind of no-huddle throw the ball. They throw the ball a lot, and when they do, Rob Kelly is not on the field. So thanks for the call. Thanks a lot, John, for your support. We'll see what the Jets do this year. But I'm going Bilal Powell and Tevin Coleman based on the backs that you told me. We got time. Uh, Chris, for one more call. One more call. We got Taco in Alabama. I like it. Taco in Alabama. You're talking to me about uh, Flex Spot. Uh, what's going on? You're dropping stats over beats. Yeah, man. I- How's it going? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. What's your question? We're up against the break, so let me hear your question. Okay. Uh, question is Flex Spot. 
Uh, my two running backs I have in right now are David Johnson and Zeke. Uh, if Zeke doesn't play, Kareem Hunt's moving in. Okay. Uh, that leaves open the flex spot for either C.J. Anderson, Eric Decker, or or Devontae Parker. Sure. Um, if this is not a PPR league, I like C.J. Anderson in that spot. I like C.J. Anderson in that spot. He's going to be the lead back of the Denver Broncos. I think you mentioned a Tennessee wide receiver, Decker. And like, there's a, there's, there's a lot of wideouts there now in Tennessee. Remember, Rashard Matthews and Corey Davis and Delaney Walker, they're all you know vying for time. So I agree with the moves you've made. I think you're doing the right thing. Kareem Hunt moves into that spot, and then I would put C.J. Anderson there. Um I think that's the right way to go, but I gotta tell you the God's honest truth, man, uh, Taco. I don't think it's Zeke. I think Ezekiel Elliott is going to be on the field Sunday night against the Giants, and so you're gonna be just fine with Kareem Hunt in your flex spot. But thank you for the call. The one thing I want to tell you before I get to break, I wanted to go over one more game. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are going to be playing in Houston. First sporting event back for them since Hurricane Harvey. That crowd, it is going to be emotional. Remember the Saints? Remember the Saints after uh, Katrina, their first home game, what they did? And because of that, I'm going to tell you my lock of the week and what you can do with it when we come back. Thanks for all the calls on the Fantasy Freestyle today. If you didn't get in today, I'll take you tomorrow. We got a ton of games to still go through. I'm going to tell you something about Jacksonville, Houston when we come back right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I round. Quarterback to receiver hookups. Running back depth analysis. Rookie values in dynasty leagues. Deep sleepers. Training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio at checkout for your special discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. We dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out to everybody. The phone lines were hotter than liquid hot magma today. And that's what we expect all week long as we get you ready for week one. Remember, the number is 844-843-6879. We're also getting hundreds of votes on our Twitter poll. Big shout out to everybody who voted. 71% of you think that they should move this Bucks dolphins game to another city. I agree. I think ultimately that is what will happen. You don't want to use up the week 11 shared by for these teams in the middle of the season. Season, you know, uh, so that they're playing 16 games in a row. I don't think that is right. I told you, uh, though, before we went to break, that we had this Jacksonville-Houston game. It's going to be bananas in Houston on Sunday for these Houston Texans. Remember, J.J. Watt having raised over $15 million for uh, victims of Hurricane Harvey. This community, I think, is going to come together. I think it takes a strong team to go into that situation and get a win. And I don't think Blake Bortles, Bortles service, is the man for the job. So much so 
that I'll tell you right now that the Houston Texans are my survivor pick for week one. So what you need to do is go right on over now to www.fantasyfactor.com. And yo, they are doing free knockout pools right now. You can enter a knockout pool for free and be in the running to win $1,000 if you are the last man standing. And if you listen to Speeds, the spitting statistician, you will not get kicked out after week one. I'm telling you, some people want the Falcons against the Bears. No, no, no. Some people say the Niners against the Panthers. No, no, no. Some people are taking the Bills against my J-E-T-S. No, no, no. I'm telling you, the Houston Texans are the knockout pool play in week one. Go on over to www fantasyfactor.com and you know register for the tournament you can win a thousand dollars just by entering and uh you know put in the houston texans as your pick for week one last thing i want to get to you is i talked about how the karma was coming back to get the patriots let me tell you about all the things the patriots have done in this offseason did you know that the patriots to their season ticket holders they sent out tickets already for the AFC Championship game at Gillette. They think they're going to be there. They think it's going to be a home game. They went ahead and printed and sent AFC Championship game home tickets to their fans. What about this? They bought not one, but two team planes this year so that they could ride in style. First class seating everywhere. Their team planes, Chris, they even got those smart toilets. Remember how we talked about how like we're measuring the like uh, the fluidity and the fluid in the urine you know, to see as a measure of health? The team planes do that for New England. What about Tom Brady saying it's none of, his, none of anybody's business if he had a concussion last year in the Super Bowl or not? I think this arrogance is starting to karmatically go against them and remember tom brady was on the cover of the madden game this year but it was julian edelman that got injured right away i'm a little bit worried about karma coming back to bite the patriots and that's why when i give you my season predictions on thursday right before the nfl kicks off on the thursday show i give you my division winners my afc and nfc championship game my super bowl my mvp i am not picking the New England Patriots. There's no money in that. We're going to fade that. Find out who I pick on Thursday. Tomorrow, though, we got plenty more games for me to preview, and we will take your calls at 844-843-6879. That's how we're going to do it all football season long. I'm going to be here 7 to 8 p.m. on the YouTube stream, on TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you want to know how to win your leagues and win that cash, holler at your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. Got 10 more games to preview tomorrow. We will get into it. We'll hear where this Bucks dolphins game is going to be played. And I'll tell you how you need, uh, you know, who to pick in Survivor, who to bet to win some cash. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, holding you down. Speeds, the spitting statistician. I'll see you tomorrow on the Fantasy Freestyle. Peace.